0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Trail Talk. My name is Faith Meyer and today we will be joined by a special guest, Randy Meyer. In this episode of Trail Talk, we will be covering a very controversial topic. Should you hike the Pacific Crest Trail northbound or southbound? In case you aren't aware, the Pacific Crest Trail, also known as the PCT, is a 2,650 mile trail that stretches border to border from Mexico to Canada. It passes through three states, California, Oregon, and Washington, as well as six national parks. The trail is extremely diverse and absolutely stunning. It's an experience like no other. However, this five-month trip requires intense planning and lots of decisions. One of the biggest decisions you will have to make is if you want to hike the trail northbound from Mexico to Canada or southbound from Canada down to Mexico. Each of the options has its pros and cons, but is one better than the other? Let's find out. There are many factors to consider when choosing which path to take. One of them being if you are a social person or not. Now, I know it sounds crazy. Who else would be on a 2,650 mile trek through the woods? However, more people hike the trail than you may think. There are a total of about 800 people who attempt the trail each year you know what is even crazier? 90% of those people are northbounders. So yes, it does matter if you're a social person or not. If you are more independent and like to be on your own, you may not want to start the trail at the same time as 720 other people. While independence can be nice, there are many positives to hiking the trail with other people. Of course, living out in the wilderness for months can be dangerous, and it is nice to know that you have other people who are there for you and have your back. If something were to happen to you on the trail, it would most likely only be a matter of hours until someone passes by and can help you. On the contrary, when hiking southbound, you may go days and even weeks without seeing a soul. Another thing that can be good about hiking northbound with lots of people is that you can meet new people and make friendships. Most people that I know of have made some of their best lifelong friendships on the trail. You essentially develop a trail family, and you are there for each other along the way. So, Randy, what are your opinions on the matter?
1: Well, I've given this some thought because I'm actually seriously considering doing this hike with my daughter. Um, so, I would say for the on the topic of the social aspect of the trip, I would definitely want to be a northbounder. Um, I'd say my primary reason would be because I, when I'm out on the trail, I actually really do enjoy getting to know people not everybody's that way. If, uh, if they want to kind of be a little bit more alone and do themselves and have quick interactions with people going, uh, southbound would be good. Cause you basically just pass people and say hi and bye.
0: Now, the next thing that is important to consider is the early conditions of the trail. Of course, since each terminus is on opposite sides of the country, the terrain will be drastically different. As a southbounder, starting in July, you will jump right into one of the hardest parts of the trail, the Northern Cascades. The Northern Cascades tend to be very rugged and wet compared to other parts of the trail and have lots of elevation change. It can be hard to jump in without warming up your legs first. As a northbounder, the first 200 miles or so are pretty friendly. Not too bad terrain-wise, and there are plenty trail angels and places to stop to restock or rest. One big thing to consider is water in the desert. As a northbounder, you have many more water sources than southbounders do, as you will hit the desert in the spring, when water is more abundant due to mountain snow runoff and more rain. Water is already hard to come across as a northbounder in the spring, so imagine how much harder it would be as a southbounder in the fall.
1: Wow, Faith, those are all really good points. I would say uh, the, the biggest uh, consideration for me would be the water. Um, I like having the peace of mind of knowing that, uh, that there is water around and it's more abundant. Um, having some experience with that on a three-day hike that I've done, um, it does create a little uncomfortable feeling when you're hiking and you just have uncertainty about where that water is coming from. So I think I would enjoy it the hike itself more just knowing that there's abundant water around.
0: One last difference that is important to consider is the northern terminus of the PCT. Unlike the southern terminus, the northern terminus is only accessible by roads in Canada. Without an official Canada entry permit, it is illegal to cross the border and enter Canada, even if it's only to get back into the U.S. As of right now, Canada entry permits have been suspended due to COVID, so that's not an option. So as a southbounder, how do you start your hike? It's not quite as simple as just starting like you would at the southern terminus. You must find the closest intersection, get on the trail, and hike about 30 miles north, and then you can begin your hike. That's an extra two days.
1: Yeah, Faith, come to think of it, the the backtracking element here does not sound too appealing. So uh, just all things considered, there's a lot of really good points uh, uh, in favor. All of them kind of point in favor of going uh, northbound.
0: So as you can see, there are many upsides to hiking northbound, and if you're considering taking the 2,650 mile trek from Mexico to Canada, I highly recommend hiking northbound. However, either way, hiking the PCT is a huge accomplishment and a life-changing experience. I hope you enjoyed our podcast, and we hope to see you next time on another episode of Trail Talk.